Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. Welcome to Fightful. It is December 20th, 2023. We are here for your AEW Dynamite post-show review. We are heading into Christmas week. We have plenty of content here on Fightful. Interviews with Eric Ademia, Cresto with Gringo Loco, Grapsity with Leo Rush, uh, Deanna Perrazzo just after Christmas. But we're here tonight for your AEW Dynamite post-show review we are joined by alex palowski alex how you doing uh not so great my trademark christmas lights have run out of batteries uh and or mm. light bulbs or whatever and so i've had to resort to just frankly over the top 
ridiculous things to actually maintain my hold on the festive season. I have to be completely honest. When you showed up dressed like this, I didn't even flinch. Like I, I almost seriously didn't even notice until you just mentioned it. And exactly. Why would you hold on? Oh, look at that. You know what? I think this is satisfactory. Good. Uh, I, I do. Uh, guys, please get your super chats in your humper chats in. You can do that here at youtube.com slash fightful or humperchats.com. We uh, answered a lot of them today on the hump. We went in into greater detail than I think any wrestling show will about WBD, WWE, AEW, and the future of television rights in pro wrestling. And we have an awful lot of insight there. Uh, so we answered a lot of questions on there. Then I did a quick Q&A on Fightful Select after that. But we have another unique Q&A for Christmas week up on Fightful Select Thursday. I had you guys submit a bunch of names and I told you about my experiences working with them, whether it be in media or wrestlers themselves, anything like that. I wanted to do something a little bit different for Christmas. But we have scoops all throughout Christmas week, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, this Christmas Eve. Also, the Fightful Awards nominations kickoff will be taking your input, and the ones that get the most nominations will uh, make the the initial ballot, and then we will be having Fightful Awards voting over at the beginning of the year. Subscribe to Fightful Select, just $5 a month, $54 a year to do that. Uh, Also on the hump today, we broke some interesting Mercedes news, but uh, news I can't clarify. Uh, Baco5 asks if you're wearing a gag ball in your nose. No, no, I'm obviously I'm Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Okay, I thought this was uh, rejected carrying cross gear from a couple no, years ago. No, no, that that's St. Patrick's Day. Oh, okay. Eloquence yeah. says the C2 has been a great tournament. Hope it's annual. It will be annual because they announced that the winner of this year will also be entered into next year. Now, there have been people saying, oh, will this Triple Crown be defended every year? They didn't say that. They said that the person in it would be in this tournament. Now, maybe they get a shot at it based Mm -hmm. on that, because that's sort of what the G1 does. But uh, we've got a whole lot of stuff to get into here. Ricardo the Snowman says, favorite Christmas carol or song, wrong answers only. Ooh. um, (sighs) Wrong answer. See, I don't sarcastically like any. I'll tell you one of the yeah. worst Christmas yeah. songs I've ever yeah. heard is yeah. that Paul McCartney song, the Simply Having a, a Wonderful Christmas Time. It is one right. of the, the laziest it piece is. of shit songs that yep. I have ever heard in my entire mm-hmm. life. Yes. Yep. No, I, I agree. Uh, as far as one's the, the wrong answer has got to be Christmas Shoes. Christmas shoes is the wrong I, answer. I see that all over. The, I see that right yeah. here. Yeah. Wow. Matthew Hook says, feeling restored, fix the tag division and the women. Let's go. And JP says, happy holiday. Wow. He sent a monster humper chat. Thank you. He says, happy holiday. And thanks for always having a fun recap. Today's reports of a possible merger with Discovery and Paramount. Feels like Zaslav is looking to make a big splash. Do you think he'll try to bring in WWE and NFL with Paramount for the higher profile? So, I would refer you to the hump today because we went an hour on this, but Paramount is also very, very familiar with pro wrestling content and MMA content. 
we think that the NBA is probably looking for a third partner as, a, as opposed to just taking their rights somewhere else. Right. They're probably just going to charge a very similar amount for fewer games. Mm-hmm. However, in my opinion, a lot of the NBA stuff where money is going to be spent as well is acquiring talent. The, the Shacks, the Ernie's, the, the Chucks, like there, there's going to be bidding war for on-screen talent. Like Stephen A, I don't want, he's probably got years on his deal. There's going to be stuff for that. The NFL is the ratings guy. Oh, yeah. That's one. However, you know, WWE is going to be up there as well. They are a highly rated entertainment program. Uh AEW and WWE are both going to end up with deals, I I would believe. But if Paramount is acquired, well, one for Max or whatever that might be, Paramount Plus probably gets rolled right in there. Sure. Yeah, uh, WBDPP, <laughs> right? You know, like like Paramount Plus. This is all the just a whole but yes. the huge acronym. Yeah, it is becoming yeah. the the South Park parody. Yeah, yes, it, the it Denny's Applebee's that. Super yes. Plus Max. Yeah, it's, it is. It's, yeah, well, it's it's definitely like just call it Max Plus. That's what you call it. You call it Max Plus. Everybody goes and watches Max Plus or Plus Max, depending. One LT photo. I did get your Humper chat. I do not know what's up with that. Nobody banned you on this channel, but just drop in Humper chats right now. But I, I we nobody banned you. Sometimes yeah. we just have uh, some issues there. Yeah. Uh, Beard says, I feel like Sean dropped the ball tonight with the scoops. He didn't have the scoop of Tony being an SGS member mm-hmm. and the return of Evil Uno's chair. Well, Alex, you should have had that scoop then. I should, I should, I did not realize that she was such a fan of the Tuesday night show with the puns. She uh, said that Taz was the human duplex machine because he was such a great uh, landlord. She, uh, she she obviously watches. She obviously watches. It was, That's great. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kicked off with Swerve Strickland defeating Roosh in the Continental Classic. Uh, JP says, man, that was a humper of a match or an ass-kicking opener, as Shivani mm-hmm. said. But Roosh and Swerve really laid it in. We'd love to see Roosh follow Swerve on a big push. So Swerve, I mean, let's be real. Roosh is pretty selective of who he sells for and who yeah. he bumps around for. Yeah. And he was doing it tonight. Right. Um, he was, he that, was doing it. They, they had a, a really great match. I they think. had a really great match. And um, uh, honestly, if you look at the losses that he has taken in the tournament, Swerve is the, Swerve's the guy. It's like Swerve is the guy who beat him. The other two guys, he passed out in a chokehold to Moxley, never gave up, never got pinned. And Jay White, got a low blow on him before hitting the blade runner. Like he's super protected in those other two losses. Swerve just pinned him. So I can see that being a reason why a Roosh would go after um, Swerve to get his win back on Swerve. So depending on what they do here in the next couple of months with Swerve, like I would not mind at all. Roosh just kept, keeps coming after him. And you get, if if Swerve wins this triple crown thing, you get a title program there. A lot of people are saying that Swerve might be the the AEW champion sooner rather than later, maybe by double or nothing or earlier. And if that's the case, I just love the idea of Roosh never letting this go because he feels like the kind of guy who would hold a grudge. He does. He does. Also, Swerve did take a, a little bump on his neck that I looked at and I was like, okay, hope he's all right. But he filmed stuff later. Yeah, he was uh, Kichiara says, when it first started, the G1 was just for a title that got defended by being in next year's G1. Uh, the current format of getting a title shot uh, came later. But yeah, but I mean, that is established now. So, I mean, yes. if you've got a million titles, 
the Continental Classic might as well be for at least a shot at one in the future. Yeah. No reason for it not to be. But Swerve, Swerve is so very clearly yeah. the guy. Man, it, he really is. From from the full gear match, which really did solidify it. I mean, yeah. that really just was a big neon sign that said, if you didn't know, here it is. Then they have him at the Jaguars game, yeah. out there doing videos with the cheerleaders and the mascots mm-hmm. and all that oh, yeah. stuff. Like, I feel like AEW needs somebody like Cody Rhodes for WWE. Cody Rhodes is the WWE logo right now, like yes, John Cena true. was. Yeah. AEW needs somebody to be the AEW logo. Right. MJF is always willing to do that that oh. promo, but also it's a little bit different. AEW is a little right. bit edgier in that sense. Darby has long said, I want to be that guy. I will be that guy in any way I can. And I think for the type of thing that he does, he's very good at it. He's right. constantly getting himself, you know, in the news in, in yeah. crazy ass ways. I think that swerve can be that. And it's wild. Cause I remember watching him in ML, in MLW and NXT. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, this guy is going to find that thing. Right. And just blow up. And boy, has he ever, um, he really has, he really has. Meet Norma says, I hope they actually finish the story with Swerve. Oh, we we are not done talking about Swerve tonight. No, we are not. We, we, are not. we certainly are not. Uh, Chris Jericho. So he cuts a promo, brings up the Kenny Omega situation. So a little behind the scenes here. Like when something is about somebody's personal health, I never release that unless it's okay with the talent, a rep, family member or company. And I was made aware of Kenny Omega dealing with diverticulitis last week. And there was a real bad promo last week that I didn't get to review. And it was so terrible. It was so terrible. Awful. And a lot of people were like, Kenny didn't seem like Kenny. Well, he didn't, he didn't seem like he wanted to be there. And maybe the reason why he was, he was in horrible pain. He was. And (laughs) this started ahead of an incredible match with Ethan page. And continued, and I don't even think he he knew he was going to be on screen. Now, FightfulSelect.com, again, anytime it's about health or something and we get the approval, we'll have the full details on Fightful for free. But we had some additional details on how this affected booking. Kenny was going to wrestle tonight originally. Obviously, he was going to wrestle at World's End. That ended up changing. Last yeah. week... I don't think he went to the building expecting to have an in like an in-ring promo, but it happened mm-hmm. and obviously it didn't go well. Immediately after AEW Dynamite, he sought medical attention and then Thursday he was hospitalized. And I was getting information all throughout that day about him being sick and all that stuff. And it was one of those things where they wanted to wait until there was a diagnosis. And unfortunately, that diagnosis is diverticulitis. Yeah. And that sucks because that can be very, very serious, Alex. Yeah, no, uh, it, it absolutely can um, be very serious. And it is, um, it's man, it just feels like Kenny, that entire time where he was like wrestling with vertigo plus all those other things, like the idea that this guy just cannot catch a break and stay healthy when he's one of the most uh, exciting like guys to watch in the world. Vertigo, knee, I think neck, 
shoulder. It was like when you would hear about Stone Cold back in the day, and it's like Mm -hmm. his knee, neck, and back are all messed up. With Kenny, it was all that. Plus, he had a sports hernia, for the love of God. Yeah. It was... So obviously love all that Jericho said about the Kenny Omega situation. Get well soon. What I didn't love is that he said the golden jets will be back. Cause I've got no interest in seeing that. Please no, not, not that. Although yeah. listen, I, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they'll do something next week or on collision. I don't know, but I, I thought for sure he was going to be like, well, the golden jets may be gone for now, but, but I've got another friend who's going to, and like, we like Jericho versus Big Bill and Ricky Starks at, at World's End. Like I could all pick another partner who gets to fight. I, I, I don't know I, what I thought it do would be tag titles, but we'll see. I thought it would be Coda. Coda Ibushi would have made all the sense sure. in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Jan Beard says, uh, I think they said at the beginning of the C2 that next year the title will be defended in the tournament. No, I, do, I don't think they said that at the beginning of the tournament. I think they said the winner of this year's tournament wins the triple crown and that the winner of this year's tournament would be in next year's tournament. Mm -hmm. But that's not to say that that person still has the championship by the time that this starts next year. I could be wrong. I don't know. Like the triple crown thing. I don't know. Is it like a, like with the Owen Hart tournament where you win the title and you get a belt to take home, but you never really defend it. Well, I mean, I think they're, I think the, the hope I, Stuff that I mean, and the way that I've been told is that they they could be defended individually. Because I mean, how is this going to work? With... No, right, right. No, he the 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 winner this year is the ROH champion and the mm-hmm. the, the New Japan Strong Never Openweight champion, whatever it is. So, yes. so those belts are defended, and you can lose those. But you also are the C two champion, whatever they call that Continental Classic champion, whatever that is. But maybe you don't defend that. That's just like an honor that you get to have. Um, so perhaps you get to defend your title in the second annual classic, but that doesn't mean necessarily that that like you you're carrying a belt into it or not. I don't know. I don't know. I would like some clarity there. Uh, well, we got some clarity on a match that originally I was like, why is it on dynamite? Why is it on Dynamite? Mark right. Briscoe defeating Jay Lethal. I go, yeah, perfect for Rampage. Yeah, the the Pride match. Yeah, then the match happened. Right, and I was like, well, I'm the asshole here. Well, sure, I'm sure. the jerk because this match humped. This it was, was probably the best match of Jay Lethal's that I have seen in mm-hmm. in years, and mm-hmm. I feel like Jay Lethal really needed to have a couple of the matches that he had in this tournament. Now, I thought that the Swerve match, the Moxley match, and the Switchblade match were all pretty good. Mm-hmm. But this one, I thought, was the best. And funny enough, I think that Mark Briscoe has given Jay Lethal his two best matches since the end yes. of ROH. Yeah. By, by, like, by a I mile. I don't, I don't think it's really even that arguable. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Not even close. Like they have some yeah. incredible chemistry, and obviously, mm-hmm. they're quite familiar with one another. That that is also true. That is also they, true. Um, they've worked together plenty in the past. Yeah. So my my question when talking about this on on collision reviews uh, has been why why even have the match? Like you know, like as a like the idea that okay, well, neither of you are both of you mathematically eliminated, so that match didn't happen. Sure. 
Like they could easily just do that. But then again, I, I don't think I want that. I'm just like, give me a reason why the match is happening at all. And yeah. the reason is for love of the game. Yes. And it's it's these two veterans who have an incredible history together who are who are not just mm. going to let the string play out and be done with it. They're going to have this match. And uh, I thought it was really, really good. The best, as you said, the Jalen Eagles has since been AEW. Uh, Mark Briscoe talking about how this is his rookie season as a single a, star. is a brilliant excuse Perfect. for why he's lost. That That's the thing about these two guys. Yeah. There are built-in excuses for them to have done poorly. Mark Briscoe right. publicly says, which I'm told is his idea, by the way, mm -hmm. that he uh, is a rookie effectively. Now, he's wrestled plenty in the singles capacity, sure. but he was forced into a rookie year as a singles yeah. guy. This is a lot different than, well, I'm going to go after the TV title and my brother's going to go after the world title and we'll team here and there. His brother, unfortunately, is no longer yeah. with us. Yeah. And one of the things I've loved most about this tournament was after a Jay Lethal loss when his friends are consoling him on the stage and you could see where he's like, I used to be the fucking man. Right. I used to be the guy that people were like, hell yeah, you beat Kurt Angle. And now he's the guy that waits for his friend with the pencil in his ear and the guy with the guitar and the giant mm -hmm. to interfere in his matches. And without it, he can't win. Right. That was the most interesting Jay Lethal I have seen in AEW because he is sort of confronted yep. with the choices that he has made as a character. And even he was like, it's like he, it's like he's us on this review. Now I see it. Now I see that I rely on this interference far too much. Yeah. And I love that because now yeah. he loses again. He got right. swept. So he's mm -hmm. got to confront that reality. So I want to see some growth from him as a, as a character there as well. Yeah. I think there's um, uh, a really interesting opportunity here uh, for Mark to be the one who pulls him away from all the Jeff yeah. Jarrett, Sanjay stuff. Um, and and maybe we get like a little bit of a face turn. And somebody in the, in the chat was saying, maybe you get a Mark Briscoe and Jay Lethal run as ROH tag champs. You know, like yeah. that, that might be a little interesting thing you could do along the way. I wonder if Mark Briscoe will be ever be in a regular tag team again. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that I could see him doing trios. Like I could for sure see an FTR and Mark Briscoe's Lister. the the Briscoe and FTR as the trios tag champs. Just do it. Do it immediately. Yeah. They're I love the three of them together. It's perfect. Yeah, I, and this match was insane. I saw a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> the 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 cutthroat burning hammer is more like a cutthroat angle slam that, that yeah, briscoe did but this match was phenomenal and one yeah. day mark briscoe uh, uh yeah mark has said he won't really do a uh two-man team so yeah but i could see him doing a trios yes and i could see him doing that too you know what i don't blame him for never doing a two-man oh sure team. absolutely no that's that's absolutely his prerogative what what more could he accomplish Right. Dong Fallis says C2 has addressed so many of my issues with AEW. It's gotten people like Andrade. Moreover, stakes are working. Any word on rankings returning? I wouldn't mind if they just did like a like a, a power rankings or something. Like just something. What they did was a little bit too much, but also 
I don't like the idea that wins and losses not mattering is a thing. Like, I think if you're getting a title shot, it should be off of a win, an open challenge, a battle royal. Like, listen, even in WWE, they've done a, a much better job. Mm-hmm. And I love Ivy Nile, but I'm like, why is she getting a title shot? Like, what, what has happened? She had a face-off? Okay. Yeah. AEW leaned a lot more into that type of stuff mm-hmm. in recent, in the, like, last year and a half. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I don't like that. I'll tell you what I do like, though, guys. Tony Storm did some commentary, and I got to hear all of it because I was watching the fight feed as well. And you can, if you get NordVPN. I've often talked about uh, how much of a pay-per-view buyer I am. Take that any way you want it, but I'll tell you how I take it. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Fastest VPN on the planet, global server network, all that good stuff. That's great, but a big, big reason why I got NordVPN.com slash Fightful is all the pay-per-views I buy, all the money we're spending. We're trying to control costs as a company, as a household. You can get those UFC pay-per-views at a fraction of the price you're paying here in America. Plus, you can get all kinds of great content that you wouldn't normally see thanks to those services as well. Shows that are on overseas services, things that you want to watch a little bit early so you get on that UK time and watch them. Being able to change the interfaces of things like the WWE Network, maybe you don't like Peacock, anything like that. NordVPN.com slash Fightful gives you that ability while having the fastest VPN on the planet. Also, you just get so much more out of your internet experience with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Subscribe to, to Fight. 
and AEW Plus. Watch AEW without commercials. Uh, watch bare knuckle boxing. Watch UFC pay per views, boxing pay per views at the rates they're getting over in the UK. Change your virtual location with just one click. And hey, if you need any help using it, they got that 24 7 tech support. NordVPN.com slash fightful. Kim Gray says, Merry Christmas, y'all. Merry Christmas, Kim. We had the Wardlow promo. He's basically saying that MJF needs to count his days. His world world is ending. Oh, my goodness. Isn't there a pay-per-view coming up (laughs) with just a very similar name? I don't know. Makes interesting. Makes some sense. I loved this Best Friends interview. You got Best Friends, Mm -hmm. and they they mentioned that Chuck is injured, and Rocky Romero is there. And (laughs) Renee is like, Rocky, you've been all over the place, and Rocky quite literally is the forbidden door. All, all this crossover <laughs> shit that you see yes. is because of Rocky. Yeah. That's yeah. that's yes. probably why. Yeah. And he goes, you know what? In 2024, I'd like to get some gold around my waist. And his friend, Orange Cassidy, unprompted, says, okay, fine. I, I take the hint. Friday, we'll have a match. And Rocky's like, I didn't want that. But yeah. nobody listens. I love this. It's great. It's, this is fun. I, I love I love like Orange Cassidy making matches b- via misunderstanding. Cool. Yes, sounds good. Uh, Tony Storm at, on commentary. She mentions that uh, Taz is her favorite landlord because he's the human duplex machine. Yep. We then get Riho defeating Saray, or actually, yeah, uh, Saraya. But I, I saw a lot of discourse where people were like, "Oh my gosh, if you." Soraya should be facing Tony. And I'm like, listen, mm. you can do that whenever you want. Yeah. Riho is going to be back in Japan after a while. Right. Riho is just, she's getting over just fine again, yet again. Yeah. yeah. I don't have a problem in the world with them doing Riho, who is, you know, a former world champion against Tony Storm. I know for some people, <laughs> they, they don't believe her to be believable. But listen, I have... I, I've let far, uh, far more ridiculous things go than a good wrestler getting a title shot. And also, yep. listen, Soraya faced Tony Storm one time. She beat her. She still yep. got that over. She's got a reason to to want to face Tony Storm in the future. They can get back to that. But yeah. also, I feel like there was a bit of social outcast fatigue for a while, you know? Mm, so I don't mind there being a little bit of distance between that and the yeah. eventual match. Yeah. Um, I, I also feel like there's a, a story, like a, a good lengthy story to be told with Tony Storm. And along the way, she's got to have several challengers. And mm-hmm. one of the first ones being Riho, a former AEW women's champion makes perfect sense to me. You can eventually get to the Soraya thing. I think from what they're showing us with Ruby watching backstage, it seems like we're probably going to get Ruby and Soraya for a bit. Um, kind of hashing that out before we ever get Soraya back toward Tony Storm. But that match is there for whenever they want to do it. It's ready made. You use Riho here because you have Tony have this and that is furthering as we see from the post-match stuff furthering um her story with mariah may who's who's getting to me it feels very obvious but in a good way because i can't wait to see how they get there that mariah may will be the one to dethrone tony storm but whether that's at revolution or double or nothing or further into the summer i don't know 
Um, but it does feel like that is your story that you're telling here. Um, the post-match shenanigans, by the way, uh, some of my favorite that I've ever seen. <laughs> what did you... I I her, really... Go ahead. Her, her being carried like a baby by Luther down the ramp because she is pointing him toward the ring and he is powerless to stop, so he must carry her. She gets the ring with opera glasses. And listen, I know a thing about funny glasses. Yes. So... So she gets with opera glasses looking up and down at Riho, and then she turns to, to, the, to the audience for a while while Riho walks toward her and turns back and is, is shocked because she's so huge in the opera glasses. Brilliant take. She's, a, she's an amazing comedic physical comedy. She is. It's a, it's a really tough thing to master. She's got it. Like, she's great at it. Um, and then uh, her... Having the little little brawl thing with Rio ending up on the side of the outside the ring, Mariah May clocks Rio in the back of the head with with the belt, yeah. and she runs away from Mariah Mariah May because she has no idea who Mariah May is, who's who's been in all of the scenes with her yes. for like three weeks. So I just love that she has. Who is this girl? I have no idea. Well, thank you, but I don't know who you are. Like it's it's she's so great. I love it. Man. She's really great. This has been a, a brilliant thing, and I mean. I mentioned the Fightful Awards. It's hard for me to believe that she, if she doesn't win women's best on promos, that she won't be right, right on top. Yeah. Tony P says Tony and Taz were cutting up <laughs> Tony on the fight feed during uh, a picture in picture. Picture, picture yeah. Uh, hear me out. A third to join Julia and Sky if she can switch it up some. Sue Young. I haven't heard any mentions of her uh, from from any major company. She's still listed on the Impact roster website but i don't think she's been there for quite a long time yeah bizarro big l said AEW is hitting hard with these stories they're back in the stride of good stories things are combining branching off onto their own yeah. individual stories the c2 became what they needed it to be we have dozens of stories to tell and a chance for more yes and we don't need stuff like shannon wayne hitting edge or christian with the title belt like yeah. we don't the soap opera can work when it needs to work, but yes. you don't need that. Right. Jambeard says, if Rey Mysterio is believable to beat guys like Taker, Kane, Kali, Batista, then Riho is believable to beat people like Tony, Britt, or whoever. I completely sure. agree. I got no problem with it. I think that people looking for a problem are just going to find a problem wherever they can. I love the running meteora too. Like I'm, I don't, yes. I don't care how like just being hit by somebody throwing their knees at your face at forty miles an hour is gonna do some damage. Took took one of those from SGS member Ali Cease, Ali Albright. Oh, yeah. Wow, yeah, delivered it like a champ. Oh God, I love this. Tony Shavani reads a statement from Christian Cage. <laughs> he basically had Shivani cut the promo for him. And mm -hmm. he didn't say anything spectacular. He just said, no. I'll be on Collision Saturday. But this is like very much like the Dave Chappelle sure. having the, the pretty white girl singing, uh, singing mm -hmm. the horrible things he wants to say type yeah. of thing. Uh, only Tony Shivani is not pretty nor a white girl. Right. So here we are, but he is beloved by this audience. So yeah, I think that it works pretty well. I can't believe this isn't a thing that hasn't happened heavily. I feel like Christian should do this a lot more. Yeah, I love the idea of of Tony uh, being booed. It's like it's not me; it's the paper I have to read. I, I, I it's not. I'm not saying these things. They should have had Heyman <laughs> doing this. 
for yeah. Roman Reigns yeah. for a long time. Just him reading a statement verbatim from yeah. Roman. Yeah. I think that would that would have been great. Uh, Meet Norma says, does Fightful have a black and white filter for Tony's acceptance speech because she's going to clean up? Oh, if we can get a acceptance speech from her, we will have a black and white filter. Don't you worry. Yeah. Don't you worry. Roderick Strong defeated Commander, a really fun match and the yeah. most rad end of heartache that I've ever seen. And this is what I like when a when a wrestler who's capable of incredible physical things is like, yeah, yeah how about I sell your finisher better than anybody's ever sold it before? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's what Commander did. And I got a lot yeah. of respect for Commander because he's always selfless. He yeah. always gets his shit in. But yep. he's always selfless. Yes. And he made that end of heartache look as good as it has ever looked. Yeah. He turned it into a from a backbreaker into a gut buster because because he added an extra flippy do to it. It was I would love awesome. I would love it if Roddy Strong became like the Messiah of the gut buster now. Uh, <laughs> it just starts doing all those. <laughs> all of his stuff is now gut busters, not yes, He just inverts everything and he's like, yeah. I have reinvented myself. <laughs> <laughs> or ah, you can become the messiah of the neck breaker next yeah no yeah, oh, that's nice yeah incredible match afterwards he is making accusations he is towards mjf to me this is awfully heavy-handed it is <laughs> and i think it's one of those things where aew wants you to go well, they wouldn't do this if they were the devils, but I think they are the devils. Well, but yeah, yeah, I think that's the that's the the the, the most likely suspects. Yes, indefinitely in include Roddy in the kingdom, and then it becomes who else is part of it. That kind hopefully of hopefully not Bobby Fish. Hopefully not Bobby Fish. Um, yeah, this was very yeah very very heavy handed though. Yeah. Whew. So. A lot of what we're about to talk about ties into one another. And I mean, mm -hmm. we have gone through mainly in-ring wrestling. And listen, yes. if, if you want to go move by move, there are clips all over the internet. But yeah. uh, some incredible stuff happened on this show. And there was some stuff that I thought really set up in the future. Yeah, MJF and Samoa Joe have their promo in the ring. And... Uh, the devils pop up. The lights go out. The devil pops up on the screen and makes a challenge for the ROH tag titles yeah. next week. Mm -hmm. Of which Samoa Joe accepts. Right. To me, I think it is abundantly clear that they are dropping those tag team titles yes. next yep. week. Yes. I think it is yeah. as clear as day. I mean... BetOnline.ag, set your lines at minus 1,000. I'm telling you right now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Speaking of, let me, uh, <laughs> bam, put that up Pop there. That, there you go. Pop that bad boy up there, our good friends at BetOnline. Alex, I, I think this is pretty clear what they're doing. I mean, MJF's hurt. So you got yeah. two members of a tag team that are injured. Right. And it's, it's funny because I, I sat there and even said, listen, Hope MJF's going to be all right. But also, I know MJF on a personal level. And I knew that guy was probably not even going to make it to the pay-per-view without wrestling. And of course, he's wrestling right. next week. Well, we'll see. I wonder if there's some smoke and mirrors there. But I think they're dropping the tag titles. 
Oh, I think he's dropping the tag titles, but I think it's because Samoa Joe just doesn't doesn't help. Okay, like that's I, it. Like that's where like, he's. That's that's no like that. You're you no uh uh-uh, no. Sorry, I'm not doing this. Uh, walks away, leaves him there. So because the whole thing to me is that Samoa. So I honestly really loved Samoa Joe's part of this. Like I thought it was Hangman. It obviously wasn't Hangman. We saw him get beat up, uh, but. I'm remembering that I didn't see MJF get beat up, didn't see MJF get a bottle smashed over his head, which is very convenient. So I want to talk to MJF and MJF comes out and they have their words. Um, and, um, and then they send out the funny part about it, the first wave of masked attackers was just temps. They hired from a local Oklahoma city uh, staffing agency. Those people were not at all affiliated with anything. And then after that first wave was easily disposed of, then the actual masked guys came out, jumped over the railing. They were the ones wearing gloves. All the other guys were didn't have gloves on. They, I guess they couldn't find gloves for them to match the rest of the like long sleeve shirts. Um, but I liked all of that. Um, I like him basically saying, hey, Samoa Joe, I know you're going to say no, but I promised my best friend Adam Cole that we would defend those titles and then... Samoa Joe cuts him off with we accept. And then he says to Max, um, the best thing we can do to find out uh, who these guys are is to use our bare hands and get a hold of them. So that's why we're having this match next week. And my thing about it is the reason I loved that the match never happened last week or whenever it was is because in a, in a match like this, your number one thing, if you are Samoa Joe and MJF, is not even to win the match. It's to pull the masks off the guys you're fighting. If they're actually, we assume they're going to be wrestling in the masks so that their identities are concealed. But if you got to find a way to not do that because you don't want their identities revealed to next week. So if, M- if Samoa Joe just abandons MJF, and he gets double teamed and immediately loses the title. Um, then that makes MJF extra pissed at Samoa Joe. And that means we don't have to worry about why didn't Samoa Joe elbow some dude as, as hard as he possibly could, knock him halfway unconscious and yes. take the mask off of him. Because you got to figure out a way why that doesn't happen. Um, I'm very interested to see how they protect Max by having him like not take as much offense because the match is very short. Uh, and keep him healthy enough to, to face Samoa Joe. It feels like it's a perfect time for Samoa Joe to stop being Max's protector and start being Max's opponent. JP says, if MJF goes to WWE with, but with Punk there now, it's packed with talent. Would MJF land in the mid-card? Punk, Rollins, Reigns, Cody, all will be in storylines for the foreseeable future. Rock might be back. Not sure there's much time in early 25. And Eloquent says... Do you believe MJF when he says his deal is up January 1st? No, I don't. Okay. Uh, I, I And I'll, I'll lay it out like this again. I believe he has re-signed. Everybody I talk to believe he has re-signed. Nobody knows. I'd say the people that know are probably... Can't hear you. Don't happen. There you I go. I accidentally muted myself. Where did I cut <laughs> off? Uh, I think it's either. Okay. The people that I think know are right. MJF, Tony Khan, 
Mega Parrot, um, probably Chris Peck. Yeah. And maybe Alicia Atut knows now. That's about maybe. it. Because uh, everybody that he's told, he claims that his deal is up. And it's a very yeah. smart thing for him to do because it, you know, it clouds things up for people like me who are asking people all the time, when's yeah. the deal up? Everybody can suggest something. But if he went to WWE, he would almost certainly be a top guy. And he'd be a top guy for a particular reason. The same reason that Cody Rhodes, mm-hmm. despite being an undeniable talent, is a top guy. The reason they rolled out the red carpet for Jade Cargill. The reason why even though his deal expired with AEW, they gave Brian Pillman Jr. more buzz than he has ever had. They want to show you the grass is greener on the other mm-hmm. side. Yep. And that's what you do. Yeah. Jimmy says, please name the devil so this can end. And Jam Beard says, speaking of fish and the devil, fish is old enough to have seen Lucifer as an angel before. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. yes. Jason says, who do you guys think the devil is? They've got me guessing now. I had a feeling it was Perry, but I don't think so anymore. FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business reported last week. It wasn't supposed to be Perry, as best we know. Uh, Jordan Scott says, who is the devil is like the AEW version of Clue. It's hilarious. Do you think we finally get one member unmasked next week or just wait to the pay-per-view? I would imagine that within the next two weeks, we know who they are. And that's my hunch. I think I'll give you six or seven names that I think are behind these five-ish spots. Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, Matt Taven, Mike Bennett. I'll throw Bobby Fish out there just to just to throw it out there. And the reason is, is that Adam Cole has a connection to all of these people from Kingdom and Undisputed Era. However, physically, very clearly, one of these guys is Wardlow. Yes. That is the most the funny thing is, I don't know necessarily how he fits with those guys, but I am the most certain that one of them is Wardlow <laughs> of anybody. <laughs> yes. I'm certain it's Wardlow. I love that they're doing a um uh all the promos he's cutting. If he's part of the Devil Gang, it all it, he's just he's admitting to it during these promos. We're going to your world is going to end, your evil, all this stuff. Um uh and he he's calling you're the devil. And like all the all these things that, that he would be a part of is this this false devil to to take down because it takes the devil mm-hmm. to take to take down the devil like that kind of a thing is great. Um, I I I think it is Wardlow, but also if his number one goal is to take down MJF, and Adam Adam Cole approached him at some point and said, "I know how you can do this. You just have to join us." I have a plan. We'll see it through. I, I love the idea of that. I think that's great. Um, I do feel like those are those are the the most uh, the top suspects there as well. Um, I uh, I wouldn't mind it if there was somebody out of left field. I wouldn't mind it if, for, for example, Sean Spears was part of this because he's a guy who also has some bad blood with MJF from the past. Just him being I I, I one of these this. guys. I don't think it's him. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm not saying he's the devil. I'm just saying it would be kind of cool if he was part of the of of the of the whole uh group of people. It would be kind of cool to find other guys that specifically have a grudge against MJF and have them be part of it. That's all. 
Knock Bogan says, Roddy Strong, the Messiah of the arm drag. <laughs> I'm going to be the Messiah of the drop toe hold. Mm. That's what I'm going to do. Nice. Uh, the devil and his goons are dark order confirmed. It's the return of the chair. According to the one guy in the crowd near the cam, it's Bully Ray. I heard that. Mm-hmm. And I heard a guy go, Double J! <laughs> Which <laughs> I thought was very funny. Yeah. Uh, so uh, one of the highlights of the show. Backstage, MJF is looking around. And he finds a mask, and it's outside the Mogul Embassy affiliate door. He beats down the door. And Prince Nana answers, and MJF pushes him around. And Swerve immediately steps out and says, be careful with my property. Be careful how you handle my property. Oh, yes. Swerve is just the coolest dude. He's just so cool. Now, I, I did. there was a couple of elements of MJF's approach initially that I was like, ah, that's kind of corny. Wish that wouldn't have happened. But then after that, I thought that there was an awful lot given to Swerve here. Yeah. They talked about their history. Yeah. Swerve was able, I think Swerve was able to land the, the more devastating shots here. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important because Swerve had his star making performance. And Swerve was like, you know, that tryout that you were you know, crying about on TV. I didn't have to do that. I just got signed. That's how good I am. Yeah. I love the line where after MJF, said that they traveled up and down the roads together years before mm-hmm. making their names. Swerve was like, yep, you were the best chauffeur I ever had. Yeah. I was like, God damn. Yeah. And then MJF got very aggressive with Swerve mm-hmm. and Swerve said, you know, the last person that talked to me like that ended up hung by a chain in front of 13,000 people. But MJF gave it right back to him. He was like, you know, you bring him up in every promo. It's not creepy at all. Definitely not obsessive. And uh, <laughs> I like that it ended with Swerve being like, okay, listen, I've got an issue with you based on on what's happened here, but I am not the guy that you're looking for. He said, I'm not the devil you're looking for, but if you keep waving that title in front of my face, I will bring you hell. Uh, Goddamn. This is a situation where I don't think imminently is the plan. Because in my opinion, I think Samoa Joe's winning that title. Right. But I think the person that wins that title from him is Swerve Strickland. Yes, I do think so too. And this face-off was phenomenal. Yeah. It was Um, incredible, Alex. I think that if, with a torn labrum, which is what's been reported, that he will be out with MJF, um, that it will be a while before, you know, he he is back and ready. And even if he's ready, even if he's even if he's ready before this, I think the next time we see that face off, the title will be around Swerve's waist. Like that's the cool thing is that I don't know if there were plans for for MJF to retain the title at World's End and move on. Maybe we do this Swerve and MJF thing afterwards. But if he's got to go away because he's legitimately injured then yes, he's dropping the title to whoever he faces at World's End. And that just happens to be Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe's great. I, I can't wait to see what like what they what wrinkles they throw in for Samoa Joe as the champion. But he's the kind of guy who is a it's an awesome thing for let him be a world champion again, like he should have been several times over for several years and was not allowed to be. Give him that honor, let him let him carry that title would be great. 
but he doesn't have to be a guy who holds the title for a year. Yeah. It's a he's a perfect dude to like because when he, when Samoa Joe is carrying a title, that title is in very good hands. Yes. And you know also he it, it feels right. And whenever whenever it's time, if it's a couple of months, whenever it is, Swerve's the guy who gets a title shot. Swerve takes it off of him. Swerve is the guy who holds a title for a long time and, and makes it very, very, very important. Jamal says, Swerve and MJF promo has me questioning if Joe wins. I mean, I think based on MJF's injuries, that's why I think he's probably losing yes. the title. Although I think that if I think that if Adam Cole had not got hurt, I think Adam Cole would be champion right now. Me too. Me too. Me too. And and that makes me wonder. And I have not gotten an answer out of this. I wonder if the devil storyline was a pivot because it started the week after that injury. Yes, it did. If so, a phenomenal pivot. That's a hell of a pivot, man. That's if that wasn't the idea. Don says, happy holidays, fellas. Appreciate all you guys do. Rev 22, Swerve debuts. Rev 24, Swerve wins the world title. The vision is clear. Oh, I think there's a real good chance that Swerve and MJF main event all in next year. Or, you know, Osprey's going to be around. The face of the top of AEW is about to look so different. Because, let's be real, Jericho probably isn't going to be near the, the world title picture. Nope. No. Kenny was a former champion. He's going to be out for who knows how long. I feel like they went to the Moxley well an awful lot. Yeah. Punk is gone. Yeah. Hangman can slide right back in there. Because for Hangman, right. it's already been a year and a half since he was champion. Right, <laughs> Like, right. it's almost all fresh again. Swerve is solidified yeah. as a top guy. I think Samoa Joe is about to solidify himself as a world title. Sure. And, and not only that, he's like, I got more than a few good years left in me. Yeah. yeah. Let's be real. Samoa Joe can alter his style at like 48, 49 years yeah. old. Yeah. Yeah. And be the Suzuki type of guy. Sure. And Will Ospreay's about to show up. That's the thing for me. You're all in thing. Like I think Swerve carrying the title in to all in and Osprey carrying it out of all in yeah. is... Will Ospreay winning the title at Wembley from Swerve. Like, like th those are your two top guys at that point moving yeah. on. Like, is it really, but also, I don't know how long it will be before Adam Cole can wrestle again. Yes. He might be around and be the face of the devil thing, but he, you, can't, you can't fight me. I'm not cleared to wrestle. And MJF will be mm -hmm. gone for several months, probably doing the thing, the rehab with Labrum. If we get a rematch of Cole versus MJF, but this time it is the feud ender between them. Nothing's on the line except for pride and MJF trying to like destroy the guy who was once his best friend who 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 led a faction against him. Maybe we get that again at all in, but for very different reasons. Right now, MJF is a minus 200 favorite at betonline.ag at uh, for world's end. If I were them, if I could advise them, I'd be like, maybe, maybe make Joe the the minus one hundred, maybe. But you know what? You guys can go make those bets yourself. Hey guys, I'm here to tell you about betonline.ag, the official betting partner of Fightful. It's not just an online platform. They've been trusted 
for over 25 years. They boast a focus on the player approach and have built their reputation on offering their clients nothing but the best. From cutting edge technology to enticing promotions and the latest sports betting odds. Whether it be wrestling, MMA, boxing, or football, baseball, basketball, or racing, anything you can think of. All major sporting events are covered by BetOnline.ag. Fast payouts, highest credit card acceptance industry-wide, safe and secure online environments, and their live betting feature allows you to bet on your favorites weekly and easily and in real time. BetOnline.ag. That's where we're going at Fightful. That's where we suggest you go as well. That's where we get all of our odds at. BetOnline.ag. Only bet what you can and please bet responsibly. I was so glad to make that deal work. If you have ever seen betting odds on uh, Fightful or Fightful Select, that is where they have come from the whole time. So I was like, you know what? We might as well make a deal happen here. Unfortunately, we were able to. Excited to, for that partnership. Joe O'Toole says, Un- unmask Wardlow next week. The lack of a connection to TUE uh, keeps it uh, hidden and lets Max think he's got it figured out. Yeah, I kind of wouldn't mind that. But also... Who do they announce as the tag team champions if just a couple of masked Drew? Do you think it is just masked guys that win the titles? Or do you think it is two guys? Like, do you think it might be Taven and Bennett? Maybe they unmask after they win the match and then they're announced as the the titles. I really hope none of... uh, Here's what I hope. I hope Samoa Joe beats... MJF at, at World's End, and MJF is left there laying, and the and the devils, uh, men and the devil surround the ring, get in there, and all unmask one at a time, saving saving the one for last. Maybe he's up on the on the Titantron because he can't walk down to the ring because he's wearing a boot. But maybe up on the Titantron, you see Adam Cole pull off the the actual devil's mask, and that's where we go out. Cause like, you know, it's, it's been this thing of like, cause remember the guy was like, Hey, you should really trust that Samoa Joe fella was Adam Cole. So like, if, if it was like, we didn't take the title from you, but we kind of did like, there could be some stuff there as well. I, I wouldn't mind if, if they, um if they waited until they were all unmasked on the same day at world's end. Bizarro Big L says, loved MJF's promo with Swerve. These promos were fire, and the Mogul Embassy being involved was genius. Playing this around Hangman pulls so many strings, keeps a lot of balls in the air. And I feel like there was a segue there, too. Uh, Did also, you catch the, the last thing from that from that little segment, too, where Nana says to Swerve, I forgot to say something to you about what happened at Collision. So up until that moment, Swerve yes. didn't know that Keith Lee is coming for him. Yes. Like I love that they put that in there. So so the, up until that point, Swerve had no idea, but Nana was like, "Hold on, some other things we got to talk about. Keith Lee's on the warpath. He's coming after I, you." I love That's the brilliance great. of that storyline as well so because good. very clearly they should have done that match a year ago. Yeah. Very clearly they should have done that match 6 months ago. Mm-hmm. But right now is the time when they can fit it in. And what I love about it is Keith Lee was very ominous in saying him a month ago. And Shane Taylor raised his hand. He's like, oh, I'm him. Of course, I'll fight you. And then Keith Lee was like, well, you know what? I would actually love to fight you. Beat Mm -hmm. him. And then afterwards, they were like, well, how do you feel? And he goes, that isn't him. 
that is that is a that is a he, but that is not him. No. And then he let Brian Cage and Prince Nana know this past week. So Ooh, I love that. And I think that plays in. I think that's who Swerve's facing at World's End. I don't think Swerve's winning Continental Classic. Mm. I think mm. he's facing Keith Lee there. And that's what I and that's honestly what I think is the best situation because right. maybe he either he gets pinned. Um, probably not because of Lee, because it's Continental Classic, right. but he doesn't get pinned or something like that, and uh, we end up going there. We'll we'll see. Uh, well, I'll have my definite mm -hmm. knowing who's winning this the Gold League after we see who is representing the Blue League, because if if Kingston comes out of the Blue League, it's definitely going to be Mox on the other side. He also he go, also says Hangman Brian Keith and Bandito as a group, the Posse. I love the idea of three culturally diverse cowboys mm -hmm. just being a group. That'd be pretty that is, cool, man. I would love that. Yeah. And completely different styles between the three as yeah. well. I mean, I, I kind of like that. Jam Beard says, personally hoping it's the Callus family as the devil and the goons. Man, I've, I've got Callus burnout right now. Maybe it's because of the Jericho Association. It but is. It is. They, they need, with Kenny gone... They need to find something else important for those guys to do and fast because yeah. people want to see Hobbs. They want to see Takeshita. They want to see Fletcher. They want to see them wrestle and kick ass, but they got to have a team of hell. You know what? Put those three guys together in a trio. Have them beat the acclaimed. Make them the trio's champions. Run them against Hobbs, Takeshita, and Kyle Fletcher in a trio against throw anybody at them. I'd watch all of those matches. Any chance the devil is Osprey? I mean, there's always a chance, but I don't think so. He's going to be in Japan next week. Yeah. We says, are the Bo Dallas vignettes real online? No, they they weren't real when they were Bray's either. And Bray even said, listen, I ain't making these. Yeah. And I don't know. I understand there's some love of the game there, but unless people are saying, this is not Bo Dallas, I'm just doing this as a fan. I right. think it's kind of, kind of weird to do that. Yeah. Considering all that's happened. Yeah. Robert says, why is an AEW ROH created a PG Saturday morning show? That's how us older folks fell in love with wrestling. Is that archaic thinking? I would love if they did a show like that as well. But ultimately, you are trying to attract people to your Dynamite and Collision shows. Right. Uh, and, you know, I always hear people say, AEW isn't growing. Well, guess what? 800,000 viewers get you an awful lot of money. So yes, that yeah. benefits as well. Yeah, but always grow. I think their growth should be in live events. I think you should do the opposite of what they're doing with these yeah. crazy expensive tickets and make them dirt cheap and get mm -hmm. asses in the seats. You get kids to invest young in yeah. what you're doing and create fans for life. Yeah, that's what I would be doing. Yeah. Jay White defeated John Moxley in the Continental Classic Gold League. It'll be a triple threat with Swerve. Which leads Vincent to say, if Brody, Eddie, and Claudio win on Saturday, is there a five-way tie for the league? They just do a five-way. I feel like the first year, they probably just should have done one-on-ones at the end yes, of this. Me too. And yeah. then in future years, when they go, oh my God, a three-way tie, it could have meant a little something. The yeah. match was phenomenal. Great Jay match. White, Jay White winning, I'm all in favor of, because he needed that after that. He did. Horrible full gear angle. Yep. But how'd you feel about all this? Um, I, uh, I, 
I, I thought the match was great. I, I was, I think the triple threat is going to be excellent. I just, I just wanted to see Swerve and Moxley again. Um, I felt like that was that because of the way Moxley um, beat Swerve. It, it felt like there was, there's a lot more meat on that bone between those two guys. Um, going into the tournament, I was like, it's going to be one of those two guys. As much as I love Jay White, I felt like he wasn't. Um, they weren't pushing him at that at that level, especially after they had him lose the way that they had him lose to, to MJF. So maybe this is a way of like, be like, I'll make good. Like here, we're gonna we're gonna have you win, only lose once in the tournament. You're gonna go to the to the to the triple death finals. But I agree, if you're gonna do a triple threat, it should be like a thing out of the blue. Huh, is this even possible? We like it. It should be a thing that we don't we didn't. We don't normally get to see a triple threat final of a round robin tournament, as opposed to we made sure to book it that way the first time. And it definitely cannot be anything other than a one-on-one from the Blue League. You, I don't know how, I don't care how it shakes out, but it's got to be a one-on-one final in the Blue League. Because if you're just going to like, oh, it's a, it's a triple threat in the Gold League and a triple threat somehow in the Blue League. Wow. Well, then just have it be the top three guys in on either side get into the final because it's just a weird thing to do. I, I, I don't I, – I just wanted to see it be a one-on-one. I and I think for sure Eddie Kingston's getting into that. I think he's getting into the finals, might even win I, it because I think that because it was so important to him. Right. Yeah. They've, they've certainly set that up. Meet Normus brings up a good question. Will the Gold League three-way be no holds barred even though it's a tourney match? It will have to be because you can't DQ anybody in that. Either way, it'll be a humper, Merry Christmas, and enjoy wrestling. I, I mean, I would love it if one person did get DQ'd, if you could just eliminate them. That could that could be an, an option there. You can say, well, if you get yourself DQ'd, you are eliminated from this match type of thing. Yeah, yeah. I uh, mean, if it, if, it, if it becomes no DQ... Then it then it needs to be no DQ. However, everyone is still banned from ringside. Yeah. That is that is a thing, and you can say that you won't disqualify your 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 guy, but you're going to be suspended without pay for ninety days. If anybody else comes down, the person who comes down gets the brunt of it. Because I don't want to see it be like, oh well, now it's a triple threat, so the guns got involved. Like, no, no, I, we don't. I don't want that. This has been great having no outside interference. Peripheral says Jay White versus Eddie would make sense as Eddie is the reason Jay can't compete for New Japan anymore. Ooh, that is a that's a, a good good shout that's, right there. That's a wrinkle. If if, if they're going to do that, then they need to make that a focus on commentary because I don't watch New Japan, so I have no idea what that's about. Yes. Educate me so I can know why that's a, why that's an interesting story, and I'm all in for it. And they don't have the time to do a promo unless no. it's after no. the yeah, Continental Classic. Uh, action says any thoughts on Britt Baker as the devil. She has connections to Wardlow. They didn't come up together. Mm-hmm. I think Britt could possibly be the devil. I think there there's, mm-hmm. you know what? That could be number. That's my number eight option right there mm-hmm. uh, out mm-hmm. of the, the seven people I mentioned earlier. I think it's yeah. a possibility. Tony Miller says bookending the show with swerve means that TK knows. Oh, I don't think there is any way at no, this no. point with swerve being flown out for Jaguars games oh. and mm-hmm. him doing media and him doing that, I think there is no way that Tony Khan does not know what he has right now. <laughs> they are well aware of the star power of Swerve Strickland. Tom LaValle says, keep Swerve out of the pinfall next week. He's the champ by revolution at the latest. Rouge versus Swerve at a pay-per-view next year for the title. 
Um, I don't know about Roosh and Swerve at a pay-per-view for the title. I think Roosh will continue to do very good things. Here's how I could envision next week going to set up a lot of things. John Moxley pins Switchblade, gets his win back, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Swerve is out of it, but Swerve is taken out at the end. Swerve remains in the ring through the commercial break. Mm-hmm. He's up. The fans are doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we hear the limitless music. Right. Keith Lee comes out. He makes mm-hmm. that challenge. Crowd goes banana. Mm-hmm. We've set up the Continental Classic Finals. We've set up a future Moxley versus Switchblade rubber match. Mm-hmm. And Lee and Swerve. Yep. I can see that going. Yeah. Stricker says, if Swerve won and had all three titles, would he have time to go for the AEW Championship too? Need him main eventing Revolution for the title. That's why I don't think he wins because I think they've got him. I think he should very clearly be headlining. He won't be headlining Revolution. Sting's headlining Revolution. Right. Which, by the way, is on pace to be their second highest attended show ever. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Um, I I think that I, I also agree. I do believe that he will be the guy who comes after um, uh, Samoa Joe uh, if Samoa Joe wins it, and he'll probably be taking the title Revolution. However, if that isn't in their plans, the the best possible consolation is the first guy to ever win the C2 and the only guy to come out wearing three titles. Like, if there's any guy that you can see just strutting down that ramp, wearing, wearing one across his, his, his waist and carrying one over each shoulder... It's Swerve. Like, he's just that guy. And you don't have it like, oh, this mid-card triple crown. That doesn't have to be a mid-card thing. Like, if in the way that you present Swerve with three titles, you know, all it takes is the presentation to make it feel like it is on equal footing with a guy holding the world title. Because I got three of them. You got one, and it's the big one. But my three versus your one, I'll take it any day. There's a, there's a way to do that. I think that it will be Swerve winning that world title. But if that's not where they're going, the other thing is a really great consolation prize. Matt Black says for Eddie to be in the Blue League Finals, it has to at least be a three-way. Andrade and Brian already have nine points. Eddie can't get more than nine points. However, Luis points out commentary did say that head-to-head results play a factor. If Andrade loses to Eddie and Danielson wins, he is out. There you go. There you go. Jambeard says, remember everyone who MJF has interacted with so far has been attacked. Maybe Swerve gets attacked. And listen, how long before people are cheering Swerve? They're already, what, what are we talking about? They're already chanting for Swerve. So yeah. what? how long can you fight this? Just this don't is, change what he is. This is what I love about Swerve. Sometimes it does not matter how much of a heel you are. The people want to see you. They want to experience you. This is a guy who like two months ago, basically implied threatened murder of an infant. And we're like, yay, Swerve! Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Restore <laughs> the feeling! There we go! <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, JP says, who takes the pin in the three-way? I think it's Switchblade, because mm. he pinned uh, Mox tonight. Yeah, I think so, too. Jordan Scott says, hey, fellas, great show, Jericho aside. Got the triple threat I wanted. You guys weren't for the idea last week. With those three not having NXT trauma, I'm willing to let it play out. 
Who do you mm-hmm. see in the finals? Happy holidays, Fightful fam. My predictions are Eddie Kingston versus John Moxley. A built-in story right there. Yeah. Um, a little sentimental for me because coming out of the pandemic and the first daily show I ever got to see was yeah. them teaming. And honestly, Eddie Kingston's babyface reaction made me mm-hmm. be like, oh, okay, we've got fans again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I think it's probably going to be Moxley and, and, and Eddie Kingston, which is never a bad thing. Sure. But man, after the... After that first couple of matches, I was like, give me Swerve versus Danielson. I need it like I need oxygen. And I still do. I am owed a Swerve versus Danielson match. I got to have it before Danielson goes away. Figure out a way to make that a thing because I need it. Guys, I want to thank you all so much for joining us. FightfulSelect.com. That's the most direct way to support us. We break more wrestling news than anybody else. I'm talking every single day we break news there. And if you're getting it on Facebook or Twitter or something like that, you're not getting the complete story. If you've followed our Facebook, facebook.com slash Fightful Online, you'd see how many of those accounts I've had to debunk over the last week, week and a half. Uh, Get full context over at FightfulSelect.com. Ask questions on the story. Get access to 40-plus shows a week, including a couple from Alex Palowski. But even through Christmas, we've got a lot of great stories over there. But Alex, tell the people what you do. Um, you can uh, find me over on the X Twitter, 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 um, at Alex Sourgraps on Fightful Select, uh, reviewing Raw on Mondays uh, with uh, uh, Kate Elizabeth. Tuesday, right here, uh, reviewing NXT. Fridays, we do the Rampage Watch Along while reviewing SmackDown. That's usually a lot of fun. Um, and then uh, Collision, man. The C two has made has made Collision like must see. The C two is so amazing. So I'm I'm so excited to see how this whole thing shakes mm-hmm. out. I mean, I feel like I know what's going to happen because Eddie's got to make the final, yeah. right? Um, but it is uh, it is a, a really a lot of a lot of fun. I have been giggling over here because I just saw this tweet, uh, and I got to show it to you. Okay, great, good. <laughs> uh, shout out to Jordan. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Listen, man, I just want to say professionally, mm-hmm. Chris Jericho has done some nice shit for me, but this mm-hmm. tweet is yeah. very funny. Yes. It's a very, very good tweet. <laughs> Ricardo says love to two of my favorite people. Happy holidays, right. y'all. Thank, Thank you, you all so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you all. Um, this will be um, my last show until next Wednesday. I've already filmed tomorrow's Q&A. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I don't think I'll be back till next Wednesday because we have Monday night off. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, maybe Alex will show up and just rage on Christmas. I don't know how that'll work. No, no, but, no I don't um, think so. <laughs> I just want to say thank you guys. Have a wonderful holiday. And uh, thank you all so much for supporting us. We are largely uh, community funded mm-hmm. outside of a few sponsors. We yeah. lose money on the web end of Fightful. Like everybody says, eh, you're going for clicks. I wish, buddy. We don't make money on the website itself. We make money from subscriptions, donations. 
and our great sponsors. So thank you to all of you who donate. Thank you to all of you who leave a thumbs up, who leave a nice review, who say, I trust Fightful's work. I like Fightful's podcasts. And those of you who support our sponsors, because if you weren't supporting our sponsors, they'd have probably hit the bricks a long time ago. So thank you to all of you who, uh, you know, Need to get your wiener hard and use Blue Chew. Make a bat and use Bet Online. Shave your pubes and use Manscaped. You know, want to want to watch other stuff and use NordVPN. We we really appreciate you guys. Appreciate fellows like Pro Wrestling Podcast who yeah. actually credit and source us along the way. Yes, thank you because I am very proud of the community we've cultivated. A smarter community. Yes, one that is caring and and likes the people that that watch this show with you. Yeah, uh, just want to say thank you to you guys so much. You mean everything to us, and uh, I, I truly appreciate how kind so many of you been over the last month. Especially, it's been a trying one for me. So thank you all so much. We're out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.